Hello and welcome to the Mind Your Leadership podcast. I'm Karen Zuck and today I will speak with Dr. Jacob Mendel. Dr. Jacob Mendel is the head of cybersecurity studies and senior lecturer at Kohler School of Management at Tel Aviv University. He's an accomplished executive with over two decades of experience in the emerging businesses specializing in the field of cybersecurity. He's a serial entrepreneur and been the CEO and co-founder of SC Square LTD, where he founded a business enabler for advanced cybersecurity technologies. Today we will speak about the crucial elements that leaders need to embrace nowadays to lead their startups, companies to be innovative and in the cutting edge, and much more. So stay with us. Jacob, it's great to be here with you. Thank you for joining. Good morning. I want to ask you a lot of questions, but I will start with the fact that as a serial cybersecurity entrepreneur, what are the crucial elements that leaders need to embrace nowadays to lead their startup companies to be innovative in, in the cutting edge? Because I know you had your own companies. Very good question, Karen. Um, I think that uh, today to be a successful entrepreneur and uh, also to take a startup company, I may say not to take a startup company. The, the idea is starting from something that you have, any, any some, some brightest thing come to you uh, and take it to success. This is a journey, a long journey. And always I like to compare this to something which is also close to my heart is like running a marathon. You know, it's something that, You know how you start, but the end is far down the road. And in going in this path, a lot of people are not able to finish it and not able to finish it even successfully. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you need to, even if you have the best talent in the world alone, it will not be successful. You need to have partners and to find the right partners taking you together in this path to a success This is the key point. And because one of the things is, you know where you start, you have a marvelous idea, you want to change the world, you want to be millionaire. You know where you start, you don't know where you finish. Things will happen. If we were talking about a little bit more than one year ago, if you will tell me that one startup were absolutely prepared for COVID-19, I will be surprised. So surprises will come to you always. You need yeah. to know how to handle them and to benefit from them. That's amazing, because what are you saying? I will recap it. I hear you talk about four qualities. First of all, it's the ability to be resilient, right, to what's coming, because there's a lot of challenge in, in leading a company, a startup company. So you need to be really able to manage all the stress and challenge along the, along the way. Another thing I hear you saying, it's a All about people right you need to find the people to go with you in this journey and as you say that I like it it's really a journey and you're starting from a place that you know don't know where you're heading to right you know what is your vision but you don't know how you will get there and what will be at the end so you also need to be open-minded right yeah in the Buddhism they call it the 
the beginner's mind, to be open and curious to what's coming and not to be closed on your first uh, assumption or your first uh, goal. I yeah. think it is amazing uh, how you present it because uh, one of the things that I'm uh, teaching uh, in the university, students are asking me, how do you find ideas? I say ideas is something that you need to know where they are coming. They are knocking on our doors every day. Mm-hmm. That's mean, let's assume uh, related to disruptive technologies. But what is disruptive technologies? If you will tell me today that machine learning is important, I will say, Karen, yes, you know, but now it's too late. Already the startup companies are there, all the big companies are there. Mm-hmm. You will tell me blockchain is, is clear. I said, yes, but it's already too late. Everybody's already... Tell me about something that in three years from now, everybody will say, this is amazing. Wow, yes, you excellent. You started on time. Today, if you work on something that will be the disruptive something in the next two, three years, this is where you need to be. If you currently building a new startup company which is going to be focused on cybersecurity or going to focus on blockchain or going to focus on machine learning, it's already too late. You will maybe be something similar to someone else already in that domain. This is not where you want to be. Finding what is disruptive, not only for startup, it's in general, will make you a successful manager, entrepreneur and going in that direction. So it's amazing you say As leaders, we need to be courageous, to listen, to find opportunities that are knocking on our doors, to be really mindful and listen and be open-minded, right? Because otherwise we will miss the opportunities. We'll go with what we thought it's important, but we'll miss the wave in the beginning of it. Let me give you an example. Great. I remember, you remember the movie Avatar, Karen? Yeah, I liked it. How many times did you see the movie? Not a lot, I think twice. I saw it six times. Really? Yes. You know why? Because you saw different things every time you saw it, right? Immediately after the first time, I go out and in the entrance of the cinema and I watch when is the, in the next coming days, the, the show day. again, because I need to enter. Because I felt the movie is talking to me, but I don't understand the language. Mm-hmm. I need to come again and listen. I listened six times to the same movie But this was amazing because this gave me a new total ideas about something that no one were thinking about that. This brought me to later on develop something which was amazing. And, and this is something that I cannot explain. How generated? I felt something happening there that I really didn't understand to how to decrypt it, how to find what is happening inside. Uh-huh. This is how is it. Things happen to you On daily basis you just need to be eyes open listen be quiet sometimes remember to listen to every person talking around you is more important to what you are saying and one of the things that I'm always saying is when you talk you have less time to listen mm-hmm. so the thing here be quiet sit mm-hmm. in the meeting listen to Listen to the people and this will give let's your mind walk. The moment your mind and brain is walking, you will make the connection. You will see step two, three, four, tack, jump to 12. Boom, this is idea. This is a new pattern. This is something innovative. This is where you're doing, going to do the revolution. It's amazing because you say you need to listen, you know it's not a common 
quality that we embrace nowadays as individuals, right? We like to speak, to talk, to say what we know, but actually it's counterproductive. You said when we listen and listen deeply, not, I think it's not only from our head and mind, it's only being open heart. As you said, something resonated within you. You didn't know to say it in words. It wasn't from the rational aspect. It was something you felt that it's really important to capture it again and again. And then it came to you. So I think it's the combination of the mind and the heart, right? It's not only working with our mind. Our mind can work with what we feel, and then we can have the epiphany. This is how I see it. Yes, because this is where things new happening. And one of the things is that you need always to listen to something that it's needed. You know, the, the nice thing about uh, when you see something, you know, how I personally know when I'm listening or doing due diligence to new technologies or listen to uh, a new startup company, and immediately I understand this is it. When? If there is a moment that I make two things. One, I say, aha. Uh-huh. And the second thing I say, <clears throat> I, uh, I don't want to say this while you record this, but I blame myself how they were able to think about that and not me. Uh-huh. Then I understand after this, aha, uh-huh. mm, they did it. I didn't think about that. They are clever. I know this is a great idea. This is a startup company that I want to invest. I want to embrace them. I want to do whatever they want. This is how I get with that. To listen to another company that, again, copy another business or another concept or another model or another technology which has already exists in at least 20 different locations in the world, it's not interesting because it's already, it's like reading a, a book of history. The book of history today is not what happened 1,000 years ago. Is is what happened last week? This is already history. No one cares about that. Yeah, you need to think about what is going to happen, and this is also, by by the way, very related to to COVID nineteen. We were in the university in April last year, start to work on a program about the day after COVID nineteen. What will happen when already there will be a vaccine? Already there will be a situation that we need to come to a new norm life. Mm-hmm. In April last year, we started to work on this uh, concept. And in the university, on the Tel Aviv University, we called this program Safe Check. And Safe Check? Safe Check, yes. It's based on, an, on a concept that whenever you want to go, you need to check that everything is safe. So we call it Safe Check. Mm-hmm. It's a worldwide application which enable you to go to airplane, to fly, to airport, to uh, theater, to sport, to education, to yeah, schools everywhere, use your safe check and verify that where you go is safe. In April last year, no one even was thinking in April last year about that a vaccine will be in time, how we're going to handle it, when it will be. We know, we knew those days it will overcome. There are much more clever people than us that able to, to do a marvelous vaccine and, and medicine and care. And it, it will take time. Mm-hmm. But the problem we wanted to solve is how to help the society going out of this in, and be able to go back to life while COVID is there. Remember, we, I'm talking about April At the last beginning year. of the COVID, right? At the Amazing. beginning, we were thinking about what will happen after. So you, you really need to be a visionary, right? You, to look the long term, although you are stressed now, right now when you're in the uncertain times, you actually looked much further. 
I, I, I prefer not to say visionary because it's uh, maybe... It's practical. <laughs> it, it, it can be interpreted sometimes wrongly, but to look on, on future problems, mm-hmm. where a problem will be there and how we will solve the problem there. Not the problem for tomorrow. The problem for tomorrow, someone already is working to solve it. Most likely, few of them already. Mm-hmm. A problem for a year ahead or something that I don't know even when, this is interesting because this is something that... It's going to first create an impact, and most likely people are already not there because no one is thinking of solving a problem a year from now. Yes, but it's really challenging because you don't have all the information, all the data. You couldn't know how people react nowadays with the COVID. We didn't know what will be with the vaccine. So how do you do it? You know, when you say, when you introduce me at the beginning, you say a serial entrepreneur, uh-huh. I will put in brackets also know how to fail, recover, and rebuild himself again. That's crucial. This is the point. You know, I can predict something, I can go in some direction, and I will fail. Being an entrepreneur doesn't mean I will always be successful. This is wrong. This is not, you can be successful once, twice, sometimes it's luck, sometimes it's, it's, you know, miracle, I don't know how you call it. But you cannot be always successful. You need to know how to fail drastically hard but you need to know how to recover, how to ramp up yourself from that. What you learn from the failure is more important than the success. Wow. And go to the next success. This is how I did it, personally. Amazing. First of all, it really touches me because I think it's crucial for leaders and individuals that want to create a startup or lead a company to really be able to fail. It's not easy, you know, we're talking about the growth mindset that we need to embrace new things and continue on, but it's it's a difference between talking about it and experiencing it. So it's also a matter is- of culture. You know, there are different cultures where failure is uh, something tremendous bad. Mm-hmm. Even in Israel, by the way, even in Israel, it's uh, really considered failure Uh, you, people are saying to you, ah, this failure will stuck to you forever. This is like the monkey will be on your back for the rest of your life. I was working in the past with a, a, a very big, very famous uh, German company. And I was uh, doing, you know, like always, I'm an entrepreneur going in a new path that no one before me did. Mm-hmm. And they told me, Jacob, you are going to fail. Wow, you don't, don't do this. You will fail. I said, look, two things. One, Most likely I will fail. You can blame me. This is not you. This was a, a guy from Israel, entrepreneur. He failed. You will blame me. But if this will be success, please remember this is me also. Amazing. Everybody told me you will fail. You know what happened, Karen? You succeed. <laughs> of course. This was an amazing success. And I told them, please remember, as you were thinking that Everything will be me. Jacob, don't do it. You will fail. Everything will be blame on you. Please remember, this success came for me. That's amazing. First of all, I have two questions. First of all, it reminds me the story about the frogs. You know this story? There were a lot of frogs in the swamp, and they tried jumping out. And there was a frog out on the edge talking to them and saying, hey, you won't succeed. It's really tough. You won't succeed. Don't do it. Don't try even. And they continued, and only one of them actually succeeded and jumped out of the pool. And they asked her, how did you do it? So she did with her hands because she was uh, deaf. She couldn't hear them. So it's, I think it's crucial, a uh, metaphor, because, you know, as entrepreneurs, 
We need to know when not to listen to others. We can listen, but don't take it to our heart. You know, I also heard it during writing my PhD. Everybody told me, no, it's really difficult. Don't do it. You will stop in the middle. And I knew that I'm listening to myself. It's okay listening to them, okay, but not giving them our strengths, right? So I think it's crucial. It's amazing. And this is why you are so successful. And I would also want to ask you a question. Can you share with us one of your failure experience and what did you learn from it? Do you have something in mind? I have a lot of failures, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but choose one that you had a great lesson from it and that you took it forward. There were multiple failures. The one which maybe, you know, uh, in one of my uh, senior roles, I was uh, fighting to... To get a huge uh, budget and uh, to create and big build a big organization to this company and also I must say to build it here in Israel mm-hmm. uh, enable here the next generation always I'm thinking about the next young generation here in Israel I, I really care about their future here and I wanted to establish here something very important this was a tough fight and what happened is that in the end of the day the The management decision was and I fell and in that absolutely fell and they they did it everything in US mm-hmm. they built exactly copy all what I told them to build here in Israel oh. they built it in US and it's still running until today there I felt very badly because I more felt badly because and and while I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm really feel uncomfortable now because I fell and To create something very important to the next generation to your kids other to, to the next generation after they are leaving the military serving our country this activity here should be there one of the places that they will say I want to walk in this place because this is one of the best places currently it's in US and and doing great by the way going to great but personally I felt maybe I did it wrong I didn't so one thing I learned I learned from this lesson a lot and How to do the approach differently how to lobby this differently how to make sure that the management engagement is above looking on the bottom line where it will be much more cost effective to you learn how to engage to successful to be successful with uh, the mindset of senior management you really need to do a lot of background knowledge about the management the preferences it's not simple to influence them you need to prepare if you really want to do such a huge activity here in Israel you need to prepare yourself uh, in advance you say that what you learn from this failure is how to engage people and managers going with your ideas so you need to come ready with a lot of knowledge what motivates them what inspires them beyond the bottom line right in order yes. to engage them there are two different things you What happened is sometimes when you come with ideas and on a regular basis you get the answer yes this is amazing do it do it do it when you come with a big thing mm-hmm. you think that this will be easy and then we said to you again yes do it but sometimes it doesn't like this mm-hmm. and it's something really big your preparation need to be much harder and I fell in that I learned from this and I hope I will not do the same mistake twice but I Part of my personal education was every request mm-hmm. is like from scratch. I need to do my best and not assume that my previous success and my previous success will bring amazing third success. Wow, it's so strong what you're saying right now because you know when I facilitate the MBL course, I have a meditation that I guide. 
that one of them is let's recap a failure that we had and feel it in our body and see how we, we react. And then let's have a meditation on a successful event and feel what we feel in our body. And it's amazing because when I did it, I saw that when I had a failure, I wanted to go away. And when I meditated on the success I had, I felt so good in my body, shivering, and I didn't want it to go away, but it did go away. It passed away. So what I understood from it that also failures and also success are going away. We don't need to be attached to them. And that's actually what you're saying, that we need to let go of the success and of failure and Correct. be present in the moment freshly with what's happening. So thank you for that. Jacob, I know you, you know, we met in a conference and we had a discussion and we were connected along the way. And I know you had a personal injury, a very serious injury. I really believe that experience along our journey, along our path are coming to teach us things. And so I'd be happy if you can share with us your uh, own experience, injury, and what you learned from this. So uh, the audience cannot see me because it's a podcast. And uh, if this was a video, then they will be able to see the scars that I have on my face and in my hands. Currently, I'm with pencil, but all my body is still broken. Okay. And and also, you know, currently I can smile and you see my teeth. Right. You, you see, they are, they are you, you can tell the audience, they're nice, right? Very nice. <laughs> this is plastic. Really? Wow. Yes. This wow. is plastic. Because Good job. <laughs> so they, Thank you very much for all the chemistry and uh, dental doctors uh, which uh, have good hands around that. But uh, yes, you can see that... Show with us your, uh, your injury, what this happened. Is, this is a story which uh, always when I'm telling this, I'm surprised by myself. If I will tell you that you are talking to someone which was not in life, you will not believe because what happened is, this, is the following. Let me tell you the, the story from the beginning. You know, I'm traveling a lot due to my business. In one of my travels in US, I stop in the morning on my way to a meeting in the front of a bicycle shop. I enter inside and ask the merchant, can you give me the best helmet that you have in the shop? He look at me and say, are you riding off-road or on roads? Look on him, smile with my old teeth. <laughs> and I told him, I will tell you honestly, I don't have a bike. The guy look at me, open his eyes and say, what? I say, yes, just please bring me the best helmets that you have here in the shop. Okay, he went back, bring me a nice helmet. I was looking, look nice. This is the most expensive one that you have? He said, no, I have something more expensive. I told him, please, please give me the most expensive, the best one that you have. He brought me another one, very nice, very expensive. I told him, okay, I buy it. I didn't even ask any to the price. I said, I buy it. Okay. I pay for it. And when I go out, I ask him, just let me know, this is for off-road or road bicycle, uh, biking? And he said, this is for road biking. I said, okay, thank you very much. And I went out. About seven months later, I bought my first bicycle. Mm -hmm. And I start to ride. After three months, riding in a peloton near, it's called uh, Park Canada, mm -hmm. uh, near Latoon. Yeah. Before Jerusalem, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was riding there in a peloton. I was the second one. And the guy in front of me uh, slipped. And I hit him, turned up over him, and hit with my head 
on the road. Wow. Of course, everything get broken, blood. Wow. Everything was disaster. My teeth has broken. All my mouth was damaged. I, my small son was biking in the Peloton one and they announced them to come. And they, when he come, no one let him to come near me because they knew that I'm his father. And they didn't want wow. to, that we see his father is dead here on the road. Wow. It's in, in, impossible to describe the situation. Was really severe. It took me more than a year to recover the the Bully. mouth and and be able. Until today, I, I cannot eat any. I'm, I'm not eating stone things. I eat only soft things. Uh, for months, I was uh, eating only soup and uh, cheese, uh, wow. white cheese from that. So people, uh, when they see me, they think, well, "What happened to you, Jacob?" You, you lost weight. I also saw you. Yeah, I, I lost from extra large. Uh-huh. to something which is I'm well, sharing my my pants and shirts with my sons really okay so that, that, now you understand the situation not because I wanted because I was yeah. I'm, I'm not able even today if you give me a steak you can eat I, I look you on know, it and you know I am vegan so I won't give you a steak don't worry about no, it I, I can you know one is interesting so you eat apple yeah you can't eat I will show you something that the audience cannot see, but I have an apple here. Let me show you why I eat it. I need to cut it like this in wow. small pieces because I cannot eat it otherwise. I just need to drop it here inside. So you it's a miracle huh, that you came yes. from it. Yes. Wow. The thing here around this, you always know where you start in the morning. Mm-hmm. I started it in the parking lot in Latoon. I ended in the hospital in Asafa Rofe. And months after months of recovery, a year of recovery of my mouth, changing wow. all the perspective, how you think about things. This is what interesting for me, you know, because I really believe that we go through challenging things and through our journey, we have something to learn there. So it's interesting to understand what the perspective that changed within you or what you learned from this really, really challenging and kind of a miracle, you know, situation. If I will tell you how much it's changed me, you will never believe. I will believe because it sounds like a really severe situation. I almost lost everything. Uh, I'm saying almost because I'm here alive. Mm-hmm. I changed my attitude. I changed the way I'm approaching people. I changed the way I'm approaching uh, the surrounding, the way I'm doing things, the way I uh, currently... Even at home, do things that I never did in the past. For example, give me an example. What do you, what do you mean change your attitude, your surrounding? What, is, what does it mean? From what to what? You know, sometimes people seeing you as uh, something very strong, someone that uh, is uh, really an example. No, I'm not strong. I'm human. Everything can go on in a friction of a second without your control even. Live, see, feel, do first with your family and then with the company and the things that you want of your dreams. Before that, it was not like this. How was it before it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, sorry, because <laughs> it's interesting, you know. <laughs> it was different. Always okay. other things were more important. Always, okay. everything, and, and always everything is more important. Rosh Hashanah, not important. I need, I need to be in a business trip. Pesach, I don't care. I need to be there. Yom Kippur, I need to be in a business trip. It's not... No, 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 no. Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. Yom Kippur is Yom Kippur. Pesach, Lel Seder is Lel Seder. 
It's a holidays in Israel, yeah? Yes, yeah. everything is changing. Everything is changing. Healthcare, not only for myself, for anyone reporting to me, anyone working with me, anyone engage with me, personal life, living, doing things more important than everything else. If they are happy, success and healthy, they will do much more than you think. So Create it's amazing. This environment for them. So it's amazing because what you went through from a personal experience, it's actually changed your paradigm. Also on leading, I think, in your companies, in the business world and personally, because if I can capture a few things, you say, first of all, it made me human and vulnerable. Okay, I can be an inspiration for people, but it doesn't mean I don't feel. It doesn't mean I don't have hard times. It doesn't mean I don't cry. Okay, I have feelings. I'm a human. <laughs> You're smiling now, but it's okay to cry, no? That's yes. part of being human. So this is, I think this is the new leadership, actually, being vulnerable, being authentic, being human. I have challenging time. Okay, I'm also human. Even if I'm a, the CEO of a company, it doesn't mean I have, don't have personal life and challenging times. So this is the first one. The second thing you say, it's change your priorities. It sounds like in the past, you put the business in front of, in front of everything and you understood, no, there's also personal life. My well-being, my family uh, well-being, it's not less important. Actually, it's the opposite because when my well-being is great and I'm also being with my loved ones and I'm giving time for my hobbies and fueling myself with, with what I like, it impacts also the business world. So I find the right integration for me, but it's not in the cost of my personal life, right? So this is also important. So it sounds really drastic change. I remember when we met, you know, we were met in the conference about leadership, right? And we oh, were right. joking. It's amazing because now we are a few years later and I can feel the change. I didn't know what you went through, but it's amazing to, to see it. So Jacob, I know we to wrap up. Let me ask you the last question. Can you give, you, although you gave a lot of tips from your personal life in, for the listeners and it's amazing, what tip can you leave the listeners that you think it's really important to leave them with this insight to conclude? I think that be open and happy are the most two important things. The moment you are happy, it's mean by definition that you need to be open. Mm-hmm. And anything's coming to you, the good things and the bad things are always opportunities. If you take them or not, this is your decision. If you are sad, you don't listen anymore. You are not seeing the opportunities. Open your eyes. Look around. Look around always from all directions. Feel it. Then you will identify the opportunities. You will find the right friends that can go with you alone. It's not the right path to be success, especially in this new world. Find the right partners, go together, be happy, and you will be successful. Amazing. It really touches me because you say at the end of the day, be mindful, live your life fully. Don't let go of yourself. Be open to what you feel, to your heart. Be open-minded, open heart, and embrace the opportunities that are knocking on your doors. So, Jacob, thank you very much. I really enjoyed our conversation. Karen, thank you very much. Looking forward uh, to see you face-to-face and uh, not yep. anymore with uh, these Zooms and continue doing marvelous things. Karen, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. This was Dr. Jacob Mendel. Hope you enjoyed our conversation. 
You're invited to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on the social media in order to know when we upload a new episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care and bye-bye.